Alistair's Ascension, Episode 0, The Lore. Howdy, I'm Michael Cowboy Elmore, and I will be your Dungeon Master, Host, and Guide through this short campaign. Disclaimers! We are not professionals. We have a phone to record, no sponsorships, and we swear, a lot! There will be themes of psychological, physical, and maybe emotional torture and trauma towards players and NPCs, demons, the occult, extreme Catholicism, Christianity, sexuality, asexuality, heterosexuality, homosexuality, non-binaryism, grammatical incorrectness, innuendo, homicide, chaos, terrorism, disestablishmentarianism, anti-disestablishmentarianism, love, smoking, drinking, cannibalism, happiness, accidental appropriation of a Native American culture and myth, accidental inappropriation of Native American culture and myth, religion, abandonment issues, separation, anxiety, vows of silence, Judaism, betrayal, deception, depression, suicidal contempt of thoughts, sacrifice, and of course, college. Thanks, Louisa, for the idea. Alright, so this is going to be a third part of episode 0.5 because I was informed that I actually missed two whole books of the Old Testament. So I'm going to get those and record them in as their own separate document so that way others can actually hear them. Alright, now we get to the Jack of Sun. Chapter 1. Jack decides Sun's Punishment. When Jack, Derek, and Cthulhu were deciding what punishment would be inflicted onto Sun, each god came up with their own idea. Cthulhu wanted to banish Sun to another realm and have him suffer, suffer there for all eternity. Derek wanted something else because he felt that it was a choice that Sun had made and that the punishment should be less severe. Derek is usually the pun one who determines punishment as Derek is the god of choice. However, Jack was ultimately the one who came up with the final solution. Jack felt that Sun had used his godly powers to stop a mortal event, so Jack suggested that Sun's godly powers should be taken away until Sun had fixed what he had stopped. While the other gods agreed upon this punishment, Jack solely did this for a reason. Jack was upset with Sun because Sun had to use his power to destroy a large amount of land, and the survivors were blaming Jack for they had never seen such power before. Chapter 2 Jack Suggests Making Their Plans after Sun had finished his first life and was reincarnated, the other gods were discussing what to do about Sun. If he had failed a second time, Jack suggested that the gods should make their presence known. However, Derek refused as he felt it would be a bad idea. Jack then asked the other gods if he should make his presence known. Derek questioned Jack. Why do you wish to make yourself known to the mortals on Tyria? Doing this will only create more conflict, Jack replied. Sun has been gone for centuries, and we do not know what will come of him until the time comes. With Sun gone in our current realm, we are forced to share the power that we have taken from him. Cthulhu will solely create things of destruction. I have to create things to stop Cthulhu from creating the wrong things, and you have to begin everything else. I feel that someone other than ourselves should join us and take Sun's place. Derek, without hesitation, I am the god of choice. I control the choices of everyone, unless they are in the holy realm. We have powers beyond comprehension. Our blood can heal any mortal soul, and yet our hand can destroy that same soul. If we gave a mortal these powers, how can you be certain that they will use them for good? I cannot stop you here, but if you are to go to the mortal realm, I will be able to influence any decision you want to make on your own, and you would never know. We cannot just choose a god. A mortal will use their powers against us. How will you select this god? Jack thought for a moment and responded, If a mortal being should become a god, then they 
will pass the test created by each of us. Only then will they be capable of taking Sun's power and become a god. If Sun is unable to complete his task before a mortal has passed the tests, then Sun will become mortal forever. I will narrow down who might think it has a chance, and by hosting a tournament once a year, where only one person will have a chance each year, my test will be to defeat me in combat on mortal ground. You both may create a test as you see fit, but I will ensure that it will not be easy to defeat me. Chapter 3. Jack creates his tournament. The other gods came to an agreement that Jack would be allowed to go to the mortal realm for a total of three days every year for his yearly tournament. Jack's first official tournament took place on the highest mountain in Magladir in the year 450. Jack had begun his yearly tournaments and was able to continue the tournaments until he found someone worthy. Jack felt that Magladir was the perfect location as many people who believed in the gods believed that the gods resided on the top of the mountain. Jack waited for the next person to come to the top of the mountain, and came down to them saying, I have come to find someone that is worthy of becoming a god themselves. Go and tell anyone that you may. They will have three days to come challenge me. If I am to be defeated, then he who defeats me will gain the opportunity to become a god themselves. Over the next three days, Jack thought a thousand people all wanting to become a god, and ultimately, all had lost their fight. Jack told the people, I will return the same time every year until I find a person who is worthy of becoming a god. And so Jack continued his tournament for centuries, but no one was found worthy. And finally, we have the Book of Cthulhu. Chapter 1. The Kingdom of Sun Becomes Powerful In the year 1012, the gods had become worried about an upcoming problem in the mortal realm. In the kingdom of Sun, a powerful army was growing that wished to take out the gods, as they knew of their existence from Jack. Because Sun had taught them magic, they were creating spells that could lead to mass destruction, and could possibly take out the gods. They were trying to create a spell that could take them to the holy realm, and while they were not succeeding, they were making progress every day. It appeared that they could actually succeed in creating the spell, and had their army ready in case they succeeded. The gods became worried as they were unaware how to combat these men. While they would be fighting in the Holy Realm, they would be outnumbered, and going to the Holy Realm to fight them would be even worse, as their powers, power is weakened on the mortal realm. Sun then pointed out, when my, when my son took over the kingdom of Sun, he separated himself from the Asgallon Order. And they became their own country as eternal allies to Sun the Second, who now had Sun the Third, who was next in line from the Kingdom of Sun. I offer that we interfere and send the Asgallon Order to attack the Kingdom of Sun. Derek and Jack agreed with this option. Jack stated, I will offer any weapons of great power to them should they successfully defeat the Kingdom of Sun. Well, Derek stated, And I shall ensure that any man who dies in this battle from them should go to the Holy Realm, regardless of their faults. Sun then states, And I will make all whom are impure pure once they are welcomed unto the Holy Realm. Chapter 2 Cthulhu Disagrees with the Gods While these gods believed in the, uh, that this was a grand idea, Cthulhu was greatly opposed. We can attack them right now. I can send a wave of destruction, which will wipe out this incoming threat. The other gods had already made up their minds and had gone to the leader of the Ascalon Order. Sun explained to the leader, 
We want your armies to take out the upcoming threat in the Kingdom of Sun and to kill their leader, Sun II. In exchange, we shall ensure that any mortal from the Asgallon Order is brought to the Holy Realm upon death, and should you succeed in defeating them, we shall give you holy weapons that are strong enough to let the Asgallon Order rule all of Tyria. Should that be your wish, the leader agreed and declared war upon the Kingdom of Sun. Chapter 3 The Five Year War The war against the Kingdom of Sun lasted five years. Most of the battles were fought on the Kingdom of Sun's soil. However, over time, the Kingdom of Sun had begun to take out and overpower the Asgallon Order. While the Asgallon Order was powerful due to them losing their greatest ally, they were slowly running low on supplies, and a great famine had hit the land. By 1017, the Asgallon Order had been defeated and the Kingdom of Sun had expanded and took over their land. By the beginning of 1018, the Kingdom of Sun had taken over the land that the Asgallon Order once had. Chapter 4. Cthulhu Suggests Destruction The gods had begun greatly worrying, as a force was already rather powerful and had just become more powerful. The gods had created started creating ideas for how they should solve this problem without interference. However, Cthulhu is ready to take action. Cthulhu once again stated to the other gods, If we do not interfere now, we will all be damned. I refuse to let mortals come to the Holy Realm and try to take us down. I say we take them down while we still have the chance. Your plan failed and only made things worse. Now it's my turn to try something. However, the other gods refused him again. Derek stated, We should not intervene. Son has done so before, and so has Jack. And it's only led to conflict. Doing so again will lead to the same fate. Jack added, If you do this, you will be punished. We need to do this in a way that will avoid interference. Cthulhu had enough, and acted as if he agreed planning on what he could do. Chapter 5 Cthulhu sends Sun II to the Volcano Cthulhu knew that in order to not attract the attention of the other gods, he had to start small. Cthulhu sent a message to Sun II by sending an undead being who was disguised as, his, as an angel, telling Sun II that the undead being was sent to him from his father and that he needed to go to the volcano, for he wished to tell him of his future. Son the second goes east and tells Son the third that he is in charge until his return. During this time, Cthulhu sent another demon towards the king of Magladir. The king was frightened, as the demon said, I come to you by the god Cthulhu to warn you of an upcoming threat for the kingdom of Sun. They are coming to take over your land and destroy the gods on the mountaintop, and will stop at nothing until they succeed. However, they are now weakened. Son the second is personal and his rule to Son the third until he returns from the volcano. This is your only chance of survival. The demon then left, and the king of Magladir began planning a surprise attack on the kingdom of Sun. Chapter 6 Cthulhu Tempts Sun the Second. Sun the Second had arrived on the t- at the top of the volcano alone 
who was patiently waiting for what would happen next. During this time, Magladir had already begun their attack on the Kingdom of Sun, who were having some difficulty due to the new inexperienced leader. Cthulhu's plan had been set. Cthulhu sent another undead being, however, who, who was described, disguised as an angel in the sun's second. Your destiny is almost complete. The Kingdom of Sun will rise and take over all of Tyria. However, you will not be the one to finish this war, for your son will ultimately become the person to take creation to take Tyria. In order for this to happen, you must sacrifice yourself so he may take your place. I was sent by your father, the god of knowledge and creation, to inform you of this. You will soon be reunited with your father. Jump into the volcano and you shall be freed. Son the second prayed to his father in the hopes that he would not be this would not come to pass, and Sun heard him through his prayer. Sun then turned to the Cthulhu and stated, If my son dies today, you shall be greatly punished. Sun then responded to his son, This is a trick from the god of destruction, Cthulhu. I beg of thee, do not jump. Go back to the kingdom of Sun. Sun immediately goes to tell the other gods of Cthulhu's intentions. Chapter 7 The Death of Sun the Second. Sun the second then began to walk down the volcano, and Cthulhu knew he was about to be punished. Decided that the destruction of the Kingdom of Sun was only to stop the mortals, Cthulhu sent down a meteor that struck the volcano, and the volcano erupted. Sun the second tried to flee, but was killed by the sudden eruption. The volcano erupted for three days before finally stopping. The eruption destroyed everything east of the passageway towards the southern region of the Kingdom of Sun, killing thousands and greatly weakening the Kingdom of Sun's army. Sun the Third was forced to become the official leader of the Kingdom of Sun due to his father's death. Sun the Third continued to fight off Magladir and to avenge his father. He was determined to defeat Magladir and destroy Cthulhu. Sun the Third fought against Magladir until 1019. Chapter 8 Cthulhu is banished to the Forgotten. Due to Cthulhu erupting the volcano, the gods erupted in rage. The gods were now more worried than ever, as they knew that Magladir was not powerful enough to defeat the Kingdom of Sun, even with an inexperienced Sun third leading the Kingdom of Sun. The gods had finally had enough. Cthulhu had put the other gods into a situation where they either intervened or waited until the Kingdom of Sun came to them. The gods also knew that Cthulhu needed to be punished for disobeying them. And they came up with a punishment that Cthulhu would be forced to have for the rest of his life. The gods were forced to place Cthulhu into the Forgotten, in the exact prison that he himself and Son had made. To ensure that Cthulhu did not escape, the gods placed Cthulhu underneath the deepest place in the prison, with the highest amount of pressure from the water. Cthulhu was sentenced to this prison for all of eternity, or until the destruction of Tyria had arrived. Chapter 9 The Gods Intervened after Cthulhu intervened in the mortal realm, the now three gods discussed their options on what they could do, and eventually came to a unanimous decision. The gods had to intervene. Derek went to the mortal realm first to seek Dun third and give him warning. In three days' time, we will send a meteor into the Arctic realm of Theria, just north of your kingdom. Once this meteor hits, the Arctic realm will break apart, sending large shards of ice flying all over the world. An earthquake shall shake all of Tyria, which will in turn cause tsunamis to wipe out most of the low evolution lands. And the volcano will erupt once again, destroying more of your land. 
This event will go down in history to be known as chaos. This can be stopped, however. So long as you surrender to Magladia and hand over all of your weapons to their kingdom so that they can be destroyed, the choice is yours. Sound the third responded. I shall do no such thing. The only reason that you are here is because you see me as a threat. Each day I become more powerful, and soon all the gods will be destroyed. Derek then left Son the Third and told Son to create the meteor. Chapter 9 Derek's prophecy is fulfilled. Three days had passed, and it was time for Derek's warning to be fulfilled. Jack used all of his power to launch the meteor towards the Arctic realm, and once it had hit, the Arctic realm was completely shattered. The sound of the meteor hitting could be heard from all across Syria. Ice came flying from the Arctic realms towards the kingdom of Sun, Magladir, and Magladir, and put the war to an instant stop. But it was already too late. An earthquake soon followed, turning all the buildings interior into a complete rubble. Multiple tsunamis formed, create, formed creating large waves that flooded all the kingdom of Sun, as well as most of Tyria. Finally, the volcano erupted again, sending more flying rock, lava, and ash across all of Tyria. By the time 1019 had come to an end, more than half of the known population was wiped out, and the kingdom of sun was gone. This was the power of the gods at their fullest. Tyria began a rebirth, and had, begun every, had to begin everything. It took until the end of the century for Tyria to get back on the right track. The son of the king of Irlith had survived chaos, and by 1100 AC, had rebuilt Irlith. Son the third also survived chaos, knew that he was no match for the kingdom of gods, and decided to rebuild the kingdom of the sun under a new name, Rofals. After chaos had subsided, the landscape had changed quite a lot, and now and a beautiful river with multiple lakes led into Irlith had formed. They were formed by large pieces of the ice from the Arctic realm. Notice the shattered realm dug into the ground when melted and when and when melted created the lakes. The people of Rofalls believe that the water is holy, as it was formed after the complete chaos the gods had created. After chaos had took its course, the gods left a message inside the destroyed castle of some of the thirds that it called home, stating we shall return on 1500 AC for the next tournament of Jack.